2: Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found, and of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. want to say thanks to everybody over on YouTube for hanging out with us. We had like around 800 people at one point um, 900 to watch. Oh, wow. Over okay. 900. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, to watch WWE Extreme Rules. And, uh, of course, everybody joining us now on the Twitch for the recap. Thanks so much for hanging out. Of course, thank you to The Enforcer for holding down with us as well. All the amazing yes. mods uh, that we have in the Going In Raw community. Uh, wrestling mm-hmm. is always better when you watch it with your friendos. You got and got right. uh, And, yeah, we'll get to our recap of Extreme Rules and in the, in the fairly bizarre finish we saw tonight to the pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, first up. Just wanted to say, if you like Going In Raw, you want to help support the show, and you want Going In Raw ad-free audio, there's a couple different ways you could do that. Uh, If you just want the show itself for $3 a month, go to goinginraw.supercast.tech. If you want some bonus episodes, our shows The Numbers Don't Lie and Power Rank. Uh, Bonus episodes we do every single week. You can pay a little bit more, $5 a month at patreon.com. Forward slash Steven Larson. We also offer a variety of reward tiers. We're coming down to the end of the month. And the $20 reward tier where you get the friendo care package, which includes a going in raw comic book, a bunch of stickers, and an eight by ten signed by me and Larson. Uh, You can get that for twenty dollars at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. All right, man. Uh, I thought it was a fine night of graps. I thought the wrestling was fun tonight. It wasn't a major revolutionary show because it's extreme rules. Last year, we had an eye pop out of a head, kind of. This year, it was shaping up to be just another fun
3: show. You know, if this was like an episode of Raw, we'd be like, wow, this was a great episode of Raw.
2: We still would be really curious about that finish to the main event, Finn Balor, the demon, returned to take on Roman Reigns. And uh, towards the finish, he seemed to be demoning out Ballering out yes. whatever there there is all sorts of chaos and carnage ringside and then the lights go red uh, a heartbeat uh pounds throughout the arena and finn starts convulsing and then he just gets up his music hits and it's this big moment being put over by commentary he gets roman reigns back into the ring and he's ready to hit this massive coup de gras and then uh, the turn bu- buckle breaks and he falls and the lights come the house lights come back up and, and the then he eats stops. a spear and then uh, he just—that's it. He gets
3: pinned one so, two. So, so we were, of course, doing our our reaction stream. So we were talking, and and the volume was low, so we didn't necessarily hear commentary. But, uh, friendos were telling us that they were putting some sort of bringing up some sort of divine intervention, essentially. Mm-hmm. That Roman, some someone, was helping Roman. Um, so, I mean. I feel like a finish like that needs to be understood. If commentary is going to push the motivation for that particular spot, then anybody who can't hear them is going to be utterly confused. People in the arena confused us, who of course we're talking, you know, if people are maybe watching at home with family or friends talking. And if they happen to miss that, then they're just going to be left confused about why the top turnbuckle broke and 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 whatnot um it's just a confusing finish of course this is stuff that wb does where they sit they're going to push a story but rather than have an interesting uh, uh, uh angle to launch story with some sort of intrigue to it they just do something and leave you scratching your head at SummerSlam, we saw becky return and it seemed like oh maybe she turned heel but it was so shocking so jarring that it left us confused. And now, you know, since then, it's played out fairly decently. I think I think the, in their match tonight was really good, um, Becky and Bianca's. Uh, I just don't know where this is leading with Finn, if it's even leading to anything. Now, if they're gonna be pushing this divine intervention type angle, is, is that set up for uh, Finn's next feud? Is someone gonna get called up from NXT with like some sort of angel gimmick to take on the demon? You know, I just don't know what it would lead to, if anything.
2: My my best speculation, my best guess is that we're probably reading a bit too deep into the divine intervention thing.
3: I oh, it's think- entirely possible because sometimes a commentary or the say stuff, to. I think that's probably what happened likes, tonight. You know? I
2: think that you know they totally. were just sort of oh my you know Pat McAfee has a great enthusiasm and yeah. he can be uh, you know he he's he's great with hyperbole and and making things more dramatic. He's also really good with ad libbing stuff, and he's very good with improv and ad libbing. I, I agree with that. If, if my thing is this, whatever they do with Finn after this is fine. I, I, I'm sure they'll they'll find some. He's great. I, I don't really care about that it was just the one thing I I, it's so weird to me that in the in a writer's room somewhere they're like hey let's have this big dramatic moment this turning moment in the match like this this boggles this literally boggles my mind this is this is crazy to me that they're sitting in a writer's room figuring out this finish and Finn has this huge marking out moment uh, a hulking out moment where you know the music is playing he gets up there and then something as stupid and pedestrian as the turnbuckle collapses on him and that takes him out of his demon trance because you know we always talk about uh when kota bushi goes into his trance and it's really cool certain wrestlers these days they'll go into like a sort of a trance mode it's kind of it's like okay that's an interesting take on things Ilya did the same thing and that was kind of cool and Mm -hmm. so it's like the demon is simply finn's next level he kicks it up to that level and he's in the moment and he's on jordan level right And so this one thing throws him off, which, okay, I get, the demon's been, like the man has been injured and so the demon is sort of thrown off and he's out of it. And I get, you can have that moment. Like that moment can exist. It's just, people aren't gonna talk about it because the way it happens is so stupid and pedestrian. The turnbuckle breaks, really? That's the best you can come up with is the turnbuckle breaks? There's a there's a bunch of different ways you can write this. If Brock can't show up, Brock can't show up. Heyman's there. I I don't know what. But there are ways you can do it. Now, if the divine intervention thing is anything, it's probably just going to be Roman comes out, understands he won via fluke. And chalks it, and Haman will chalk it up to the divine intervention, smiling down, and that'll be the end of it. But I'd be really so shocked if they actually—well, not shocked as WWE, but I'd be surprised if they actually made it. Into yeah, I a would
3: thing. be too. I would be too. I mean, if it was something that was—you're right about it being so pedestrian. If it was something so incredible, that would make sense. Like, okay, that happened, and now I understand why. Like, almost like. Finn has returned to Finn as opposed to being demon, you know? Yeah. Like, the demon has left the building, so to say. Mm-hmm. But consider what happened right before that he, he, you know, started demoning out, if you will. He got put through a table. Yeah. You know? Like, he was getting wrecked by yeah. the, uh, the... the. Oh, sorry, I guess he put Roman through the table after he went crazy. He was getting wrecked by the Usos ringside, mm-hmm. is what yeah. happened. Yeah, sure. You know? And, you know, the music starts playing. He starts, you know, coming to and going in and, and like you know like the hulking out essentially and then the turnbuckle falls and that just wrecks everything i mean I it get, just leaves you scratching your head and just confused I, I,
2: and you, I, you have to try to fill in the blanks i get the idea like i get like the idea i totally understand like you know that throws them off i get it but it's the thing it's how about the turnbuckle breaks that's the thing that it's like wait a second Really, like that? Th- it doesn't make any like that moment. We just don't see it. He's like basically a cruiserweight in size. That doesn't make any sense. Why that would happen? Like it's just it's silly. It's like I don't know. You're building up this big fight scene between James Bond and I don't know who James Bond fights these days, and it's like you know And, and it finishes with the finger poke doo. <laughs> and well, no, it finishes with like you know. Uh, the smallest mechanical defect ending the villain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's so like, a, a I don't know, it, whatever you want to call it in storytelling, a deus ex, uh, what is it? Deus ex machina, something like that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where it's just the hand of God, which that's what that means. And yeah. apropos for what we're kind of talking about in, in, in terms of like possible story plans. Um, Uh, It's a it's a it's a like that's the kind of thing that's not supposed to be the climax of your story. I know. And, you know, that's what we like to talk about here is just like, you know, story. How can story be executed uh, uh, to, to leave a satisfying finish? I thought Sasha Banks showing up and 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 finishing that match. Bianca gets the win via DQ. I'm okay with that because it's a huge star coming back. It's Extreme Rules. I know Bianca's not going to walk out of there with the title. We mm-hmm. know that. And Sasha showing up is a big story moment that leads to questions between her and Becky. And we sort of mm-hmm. got a sense of that because Sasha attacked Becky as well. Mm-hmm. And so I'm okay with an Extreme Rules pay per view where something, a story beat happens, and that leads to the hero you know, not not winning the match. But this was a stupid story beat that th- yes. it's just it's just like you said, confusing. But to me mm-hmm. it's confusing from the standpoint of they wrote this? Mm-hmm. Like they wrote this. And they were okay with this. Mm-hmm. That's what's confusing to me. Mm-hmm. Um but uh but otherwise, you know, and, and we're talking about it because the last image that we saw, uh if if I will say this We'd be talking about if they had, like you said they should have, and now it's kind of obvious why they couldn't have, Becky versus Bianca be the main event. You have Sasha comes back. That's a great lasting image for a pay-per-view. And we'd be talking about StoryPod, which we will anyways, but the opening segment yeah. would be talking about story ideas between those three. Yes. Yes. And we'd be like, later on, we talk about Roman versus Finn. Oh, that was a weird finish. Why would they do that? Yeah. And it would yeah. take a bit of a backseat. Um, Because this is the lasting image in your main event of a pay-per-view that we're talking Mm -hmm. about it so vociferously, I guess.
1: when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
3: Um, So let's move on to Sasha returning. So of course uh, she caused DQ right as it seemed like Bianca was on the verge of defeating Becky. Um, And uh, so she attacked Bianca. And then uh, Becky gives Sasha a little thumbs up as if to say, hey, we good? Mm -hmm. Now Sasha attacks her too. She hits backstabbers on both of them. Um, And, uh, you know, we all assume there'd be some sort of weird finish with this match, whether it led to Becky successfully retaining uh, uh, via some sort of interfered, some sort of cheat-type win, or a DQ as what happened. Um, so that wasn't actually shocking. Uh, and it, it definitely ups the odds against Bianca going forward, at least for the short term. Not only does she have to you know, beat Becky to get her title back, now she apparently has to go through Sasha first. Um, at the same time, how cool would it have been if Becky throws that little thumbs up
2: I mean, honestly, she should have thrown up the four instead of the thumb. I know that would have been like, you know, it's like, hey, you and me, right? Yeah. Um, that it would have been really cool. And you know, you've you've said this before: four horsewomen versus. I mean, I you know Bailey's not clear, but uh, maybe and maybe that maybe that's something that they would consider when Bailey yeah. was clear, given that they're all you know bad
3: guys Heal. basically. Yeah, yeah. You have the four horsewomen against Rhea uh Nikki. bianca Nikki, bianca and alexa bliss
2: yeah and alexa yeah um i i really hope at some point we actually get to see that as a bad guy faction because that'd be pretty pretty mm-hmm. terrific um mm-hmm. i wonder is the is the four horse women too close to the four horse men which is a rick flair thing like do you think they would be averse to using the horsewomen as a as like an on-screen name if the four of them got together because of the rick flair thing
3: you know they i think it's it's such a fr- well-known thing you know the four horsewomen i don't know if they'd have to say it by name you did know comment it'd be weird they didn't uh, did commentary uh mention the horsewomen tonight and when I, sasha came I back didn't, i didn't notice i didn't notice.
2: notice but then i was sort of in the moment we're chatting and stuff it's sort of yeah. hard to, to keep uh, track of that yeah. um so uh so yeah, yeah, I don't That's just sort of an aside. It's a tangent. I think they should totally do the horsewoman as a stable. I think it'd be great, but mm-hmm. not until Bailey's back. But yeah, totally. you throw up the four to Sasha to say, hey, are we cool? That's a much cooler way to go about it. Um I mean the little thumbs up was funny. It was funny, yes.
3: We're good, no, okay. But but if you really want to say, Hey, we are we good, you throw up the four, you know? Yeah, totally. Um
2: Hugh Longheavy, they took Flair out of the intro, man. And they they put Warrior in there Of course WWE Mm -hmm. cares about that stuff
3: Um, So anyways uh, As far as the story possibilities Yeah where's that gonna go I mean it seems the most obvious thing Well there's two obvious roads They either do They do the Sasha Bianca storyline Or you know go back to that Meanwhile Becky goes off and does something else Or you do Sasha Becky Bianca goes off and does something else Or they do a triple threat I guess that's the three most obvious roads they can go does it make it less
2: likely or more likely that Bianca goes during the draft? Maybe Bianca and Montez both go to Raw, Raw. leaving Dawkins there, um, and then she's got—I mean, Charlotte already has. She's got Shayna waiting for her. Um, Alexa
3: still, obviously, Alexa was not happy with how that match finished tonight.
2: Yeah, but it was a—that was a finish. I mean, yeah, yeah, they could, they could, you're right. They could, they They'll could go back, back to it. To They'll
3: that. definitely go back to it. But, uh, you know, there's, there's Shayna, there's Alexa, there's Rhea still. There's Nikki. I mean, Nikki. you don't have to do anything
2: until really like December. I mean, I, I unless they're going to have women's matches that aren't like they might pause feuds for the uh, queen of the ring or whatever they're going to call that show. What, wasn't there a different name that they're Yeah, uh, I don't remember what Queens it was Queen's court? Queen's cup or something like queen, that. Something like that. Um... And then, of course, Survivor Series is the deck's proper pay per view. And that could mm-hmm. be, that'll be Charlotte versus
3: Becky. Brand a, versus Brand, yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. a great idea. They should do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess yeah. if that's the case, then either you'll have maybe at, at, at Crown Royal, they'll do a triple threat, or, or uh, uh, they'll just have Sasha and Becky be the thing. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, Sasha and Bianca be the thing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Becky would kind of have a. A, a, a short little feud before Survivor Series.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's,
3: yeah, know. with
2: with Bianca, Sasha, and Becky, there are so many possibilities. Mm-hmm. So many. But mm-hmm. poss- this is actually one of the things that's it's pretty unpredictable. I mean, I, I do think that the end goal is keep everybody strong, but make uh, uh, Bianca a bigger star, like a, mm-hmm. a top-level star. Yeah. And uh, And that's what they're going to use Sasha to do. Um, let's go ahead and dive into this. The kickoff show featured a match that was originally supposed to be on the main card, uh, but got kicked to the kickoff show. And it was a hell of a It was a hell was of a really, match.
3: It was, it was pretty damn good. Liv Morgan
2: good. versus Carmella. Um, Carmella had a bit of a promo beforehand. Uh, I didn't really catch what she said, but it geez, was rude it was stuff.
3: All, yeah. She was asking Liv, what were you trying to accomplish by, you know, sending my face into the turnbuckle? I'm most beautiful. And that will be my face is my greatest asset. You don't know what it's like to be this beautiful you should be ashamed of yourself and then she puts the mic down and then live attacks her ref separates him rings the bell um, but yeah this was this was a fun match and uh, eventually like earlier on in the match live was going for that same move that sent Carmella into the corner Carmella escaped that but then they're down the floor and live hits it against the announce table um and then back in the ring hits her finish to get the win but it was a, it was a, it was a well put together match told a good story
2: yeah, I thought this is a this is a really fun match. Yeah, like you said, Liv got that win there with her finish, and she pretty much wrecked Carmella during it. So that was that was good stuff. I mean, they've both both of these uh, uh, wrestlers have improved vastly over the last couple mm-hmm. years in the ring. So it was nice mm-hmm. to see them given a lot of time you know yes. Grano was in the kickoff but hey you, you, you they got a lot of time in the ring they did they did uh, they after did. that we had a Paul Heyman interview i forget if this is uh, still in the kickoff yeah it was, it was. okay i well, believe so yeah 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 anyways he just asked uh the if Roman is look is isn't taking the demon seriously enough paul heyman gets really sarcastic uh and then he's like be real roman's going to win tonight uh yeah. thrown together match for the main card uh new day this is a very raw match. New Day versus Lashley, Amos, and AJ. And this really felt like the kind of match that on a raw kicking off a show would have been like Lashley versus like Woods or something. And then they people come down and they turn into a six man. Yeah. Yeah. My one of my main takeaways though from this is just it's so good to have the New Day back together again. You got that right as a single unit. Never, never, never take them apart again. Please don't do that. Um, really fun match though hell of a match uh, basically it fell apart for the bad guys when Lashley had Kofi ready for a spear it looked like he was going to finish this match up AJ Styles gets up tags himself in Lashley's like come on man AJ's like stand back I got this and he was going to hit a phenomenal form anyways it turned into Lashley accidentally spearing AJ and then Big E hitting Lashley with a big ending which sets up an, a Lashley promo later on but before that we had the Usos versus the Street Profits.
3: We did, and uh, Montez, following the uh, the beatdown, he suffered at the hands of Bloodline on Friday, rocking the rib tape, flying here. Um, and so, of course, Usos were concentrating their offense on the, the damaged ribs, um, and then uh, at a certain point, the Usos just kind of take Dawkins out of the equation, toss him to the barricade, um, and then uh, Ford... Um, what is, man, I can't even understand my own notes. Anyways, Montez hits a couple frog splashes during this match. Hits one earlier. And everything he, he splashes to the floor. and He's selling ribs. Oh He's yeah, putting his time. body on the line. He came out of ta- his team to at win. The beginning, yeah, the, he did. Yeah. He did. So, and he's he's you know tr- trying to to power through the paint. So uh, at the end, the Usos are trying to get a, a super kick on Ford. He avoids it. So Dawkins ends up beating that. He's on the apron. He gets knocked off the apron. Mm-hmm. So Ford rolls up Jimmy. Gets with two. Uh, and then Jimmy super kicks Montez, and then both Usos super kick uh, Montez, and they hit the stereo splashes on him for the win. Um, so I don't know this. You know, we before this match began, while Street Profits were making their introduction, once again they mentioned that they could be broken up during the draft. They keep talking about this stuff. It seems yes. almost a certainty at
2: this point that that's going to happen. It seems um, like
3: it's the uh, definitely a possibility. Yeah.
2: and dude, you and I have talked about for years now. How Montez could be a main eventer if he was a solo act, and no disrespect to Dawkins, I think he's great. He could be, he is great. You know, great. I'm, I'm sure that we haven't seen his fullest potential yet. But uh, but man, Montez clearly seems like he'd be the guy that you know he'd go to the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, after that match, we had a Lashley promo I alluded to earlier. Calls Biggie mm-hmm. a coward. Calls him chicken shit because of the way he cashed in. And then tonight, given that it was in a six man tag match he says fight me one on one no new day nobody coming down tomorrow night on Raw I want my title back so the challenge was thrown down by Lashley mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. Uh, then we had the Raw Women's Championship bout Lex Bliss versus Charlotte Flair uh, you knew Lily was getting involved in this one um, mm-hmm. so uh, as as she has done in the past Bliss puts Lily on top of the turnbuckle um, ha- had some good back and forth especially towards the end it was really picking up uh, uh, Charlotte was going for a figure four Bliss reverses that into the roll-up Charlotte kicks that too uh, Bliss hits her with a DDT Too close to the ropes so though. Charlotte gets her foot on the bottom rope So eventually Charlotte gets Lily off the turnbuckle And just throws it at Alexa mm-hmm. And just follows the huge boot uh, Center into the ring post And hits natural selection for the win yeah. And afterwards Charlotte picks up Lily and starts ripping it apart Ripping the arms off legs off, rips it at, and just, like, stuffing flies out everywhere. So uh, Bliss gets back in the ring, attacks Charlotte. They kind of tumble out to the floor. Uh, eventually, though, Charlotte throws Alexa over the announce table. So Charlotte takes her leave, and then Bliss gets back up from uh, behind the announce table and just starts screaming. She gets back in the ring. She's holding the pieces of Lily in her hand, and she's, vis- you know, like, upset and crying. At a certain point, she must pop the Alka-Seltzer tab. Yeah. In her mouth, yeah, because she started kind of foaming a little bit. In fact, you saw the Alka-Seltzer, whatever it was, in her he mouth did. when she was up on the stage yeah. and she was crying. Um, so I, you know, the 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 win by Charlotte was fairly definitive. Yeah. However, due to her actions after the bout, this feud's going to carry on. Of course, this pay-per-view is in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, Alexis from Columbus, you knew she was going to lose because WWE always has hometown wrestlers take the L.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else you do here. I mean, it's, it's weird, because they do that.
3: I don't know. I don't know why they do that, man. I mean, like, throwing a a, a doll on someone's face, yeah, it's like a, a momentary thing. It's hardly enough of a distraction, you would think, to cause someone to lose a match. She really likes that doll, though.
2: It's like her I favorite know. doll. It wasn't,
3: it wasn't like she ripped up the doll in her face. Yeah. She just, like, t- chucked it, bounced well, off. Like,
2: you know, what if somebody threw, like, what if you had a baby again? And somebody threw that at you. I'm like, whoa! Well, that, does, that would take me out of that it. That is much different, though, to you. But she clearly sees this doll as like a person that talks to her and stuff. I actually think I'm I'm right on this one, man, because like she totally sees that doll as like a baby. Somebody throws a baby at you, your baby. You you're going to be so obsessed with making sure this thing
3: is okay, and you catch it. Well, there's another aspect of that is that uh, a doll that doll weighs what ounces? Mere ounces. Like, that's the impact of the doll. Okay. It's not going to do much. Okay. I understand the emotional aspect of the different thing entirely.
2: Some babies are really small. Uh, after that.
3: Way, way more. After that. Much more. Yeah,
2: we totally saw that Alka-Seltzer tab, too. You know, yeah. it's a cool effect. I give, it, I give it A for effort. You know, I oh, give it, totally, I give it totally. points for effort. You know,
3: and I will say this. Bliss was dedicated so much to her performance that she wasn't concerned about that aspect of it at all
2: hmm. You know, yeah.
3: she was going all in on on being upset about Lily being torn up. Now, what I would say, no, Hugh will totally
2: right here. Who brings their baby to the ring? You don't. Although there was that great match. Did you see that tweet? There was like a match. I was it in stardom. Where was it? Where uh, a wrestler, uh, uh, it was a woman's uh, wrestler, brought her uh, two toddlers. To the ring, and yeah. where they were in the ring, and she was trying to keep an eye on them as she's wrestling this match. I think it was like an oh, intergender wow. match. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I seen that before. I, I got. To, I want
3: to watch the entire thing. Oh, D- it was DDT. That makes sense. That makes, a sense. That yeah, makes total DDT. sense. Yeah, I remember
2: that. I remember that. I yeah, remember that, that that's that's amazing.
3: I mean, I get your point about her. Th- you know, the 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 doll is more or less her. You know, here's my baby tour. I get that That makes more like being distracted by
2: that and how they've built up Lily with Alexa makes more sense to me in the writer's room than the turnbuckle. No, a thousand percent. So I'm okay with it.
3: It does make more sense. I understand that aspect, but still. I mean, if it's me and a doll. I really don't really care. old face. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, in terms of of distractions, it's kind of mad. it's a big boot compared to what happened afterwards, where she ripped or Charlotte ripped that doll apart. Yeah. Now yeah, she's done that during the match. I don't understand what, why Alexa would be like, "Oh shit," this no, you know, yeah, just being devastated by it.
2: it's floor floor baby. Uh, after that, we had uh, Paul Heyman on the phone. Who who's he talking to? I don't know. Uh, playing up the draft though, it's really talking it up. Kayla yeah. rolls in, puts the mic like, right, trying to get in on that phone call. And he's like, I'll have to call you back in two minutes. Well, okay, give me one minute then. So he's somebody he's subservient to, right? And so he's like, I'll call you back. And then uh, he just sort of talks up Crown Royal. That's pretty much it. Talks crap yeah. about Kayla and talks up Crown Royal. Uh, after that, we had uh, the U.S. title match. Uh, Damian Priest, birthday boy, by the way. Shout out to our friend Damian Priest, uh, yes. Sheamus and Jeff Hardy. This was probably the most Monday Night Raw match of the night. It was a lot of fun. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it won the, the the finish saw a roll up uh, yes. after uh, Jeff Hardy eats a huge brogue kick from Sheamus, who was doing a lot of. We saw some crotch chops from Sheamus, He's doing some Jeff Hardy dancing rope. right there. He probably is watching going in Raw whenever you do that. And uh, and Priest got the roll up on Sheamus. To get the win and and retain his title on his birthday, so see they do nice things for wrestlers on their
3: birthdays, just not if they're yeah, in, their not in their hometown. No, right? No, but since it's a roll-up, they're going to have another match mm-hmm. where Priest will have to beat Sheamus again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I don't understand what was the point of having Jeff Hardy in this match, other than they just want to have Jeff Hardy in the match. You know, usually when they add the third person to the match, they're the person that eats the pin and then. And then, like, if Priest had beat Jeff Hardy, then Sheamus says, well, yeah, you kept your title, but you didn't beat me. Or if Sheamus had pinned Jeff Hardy to win the title, Damian Priest like, yeah, you won the title, but you didn't beat me. And then they have the other match. And then whoever wins that would have the belt, and they'd move on from the storyline. But none of that happened, you know? I'm
2: I'm fine with that. You know why? Because Jeff Hardy makes everything better. Jeff Hardy makes matches better. And if they were like, hey, you know what? We got this legend here, Jeff Hardy. He's great. Let's put him in this match because he makes everything better. I'm totally fine with that. You have them there, use them. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I mean.
4: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start.
2: And he has a history with Sheamus. He has a history with Sheamus. Jeff uh, Damian Priest, you know, loves Jeff Hardy. He talks about him a lot. So uh, I'm fine with that. Put him in the yeah, match. Yeah, they're partying it. in the ring afterwards. They're partying in the ring. Jeff Hardy did not Wait. care one bit that he lost that match.
3: Yeah, I know. Which again, like you're in the match with a title, you could be a two-time Grand Slam champion. You lose, ah, not a huge deal. But, but this is why. This is what. This is the lone reason it bothers me. I love Jeff Hardy. He's great. Yeah, He's great. Is that. Rather than having the blow-off match between Sheamus and Priest one-on-one match on a pay-per-view and just be, be, moving on on Monday, now we're going to have another match between the two of them. Hey,
2: they can all wrestle really good, though.
3: I know, but
1: And again, the draft it's, it's is same. probably
2: going to split them up somehow.
3: Yeah, so yeah, it's fine. So have this match, have them split with the draft. Move on. Move on. We don't need all these rematches. Move on. Yeah, they're good wrestlers. I like to see them wrestle. Yeah, uh, it's just the same thing over and over. I want to see development. It's not development you have the same matches all the time. It's going to lead to trying to live forever, man.
2: Uh, after that, we had Big E responding to Bobby Lashley's challenge, mocks him for, oh, my knee hurts. Oh, you cashed in on me, mm-hmm. says the title match. It's going to start the show. He even gave us the time that Raw starts this week. It's going to be at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. That's yes. when that match is going to start. Kicking
3: off the show. Kicking, Kicking off, the off the show. That's right. Yeah. I'm assuming Lashley accepts match at that time.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
3: But you'd think he, would, he was the one asking for the match to begin with. I think he'd accept it as soon as possible. Anyways, after that, we had Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. This match really should have been the main event. Uh, to kick things off, Becky offers her hand. Uh, Bianca swings. Becky ducks. It looks for manhandle slam. Bianca escapes that. Looks for a K- K.O.D. Becky escapes that. She rolls the floor. She takes some, some moments to to gather herself. And so the early part of this match, uh, Bianca, Bianca has the upper hand uh, uh, because of her athleticism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, she's really doing you know doing uh, all sorts of really impressive athletic feats. And Becky just can't handle it. So eventually, uh, Bianca takes a, a swing at Becky. Becky d- d- ducks that and then uses Bianca's hair to kind of yank her neck across the top rope. And mm-hmm. Becky employed or tried to take advantage of Bianca's hair uh, a, a lot during this match. Yeah. And more often than not, I believe, it backfired on her. Yeah. Um, like I, like one time, she was trying to pull Bianca with it. And then it said Bianca pulled her towards her and then hit her with a spine buster. Um, there's a couple instances like that down the finish Becky goes after Bianca's hair again instead Bianca brings her out to the floor is looking for a glam slam on the floor but Becky counters that and kind of sends Bianca to the ring steps uh, back of the ring hits the top rope leg drop gets two uh, she goes for a manhandle slam Bianca escapes that looking for a suplex Becky reverses that into a cross arm breaker Bianca eventually powers up out of that into a spine buster that gets her a two count Becky looks for a manhandle slam again. Bianca reverses that into a roll-up. Uh, Becky kicks out right into a disarm her. And then Bianca powers her up from a disarm her into a KOD attempt. And that's that what Sasha runs. is impressive.
2: It was very impressive. No, I, yeah. I love how this match was booked. I mean, this was the highlight of the pay-per-view for me. Because I do think that they have done a pretty decent job since SummerSlam. And I agree. You know, man, we were both on the same page with that SummerSlam stuff. I feel like there was a way they could have done it and not killed the rest of the pay-per-view for me. Yeah. I thought there were several ways they could have done it and not killed the pay-per-view. Like, I think there were several ways they could have booked that Roman Balor finish and had the same effect, Uh, but it's WWE. It
3: could feel more satisfying, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So Sasha, Uh, but but no, I'm sorry, I
2: I had a point. Um, And my point was, uh, I think they've done a really good job building to this moment where we finally get to see them both in the ring at this new point in their lives, fighting each other. And I thought that this match totally delivered, delivered. in every it single totally way. Did. Yeah,
3: It did. It did. And Sasha comes out, interferes, uh, attacks Bianca. And then we mentioned, throws up the, or Becky throws up the thumbs up to Sasha. Uh, Sasha attacks Becky. And then Sasha hits backstabbers on both of
2: them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no, I thought this was a really terrific match. Yeah. And then we had our main event. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Finn Balor got a couple highlights here. There was a bit where, of course, this is an extreme rules match. And mm. so, Roman, uh, fairly early on, gets out a kendo stick. And uh, Finn Balor gets uh, his weapon that he was hiding. And it was five kendo sticks mm. all wrapped into one in like some like Demon Balor wrapping paper kind of thing.
3: Some tassels. Or it was like
2: a giant. Like yeah, that, yeah. Like a giant. Oh, also, he added something to his headdress. And it was like a spikes like a spike mohawk.
3: Like, yeah, spike mohawks right down the middle and then still like the belts. I yeah. think they're belts on the side.
2: So that was cool. Uh, there was a funny
3: bit where uh, Finn's about to get a table out from under the ring, and the Roman clotheslines and starts saying to, to the crowd and commentary, Nope, no tables. No tables in this match. So they you know, he gets a chair, uses it on Finn for a bit. Eventually Finn turns the tables, goes and gets a table out from under the ring, and as he's putting it in the ring, Roman hits him with the drive by and is really hoping. That he would take the table out of the ring and put it back under the ring.
2: No yeah, tables. I know it needed to be that kind of thing. Uh, so yeah, that was good stuff. Roman's character work in this is just outstanding. Like he's he's really great these days. I think mm-hmm. on the uh, when Finn had that giant kendo stick, they showed his face and he was like, I, "It was just really good stuff." His his facial reactions are
3: great. Yeah, he, when when he ate that low blow, he his reaction that was pretty great.
2: That was awesome. So they brawl into the crowd. Roman, being the 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 the, the role model, he really is. Mm-hmm. Puts on a mask to brawl up into the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was nice to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come back. Roman hits this huge urinagi through the table yeah. uh, on Finn. Uh, he eats. His, uh, he hits a spear. Finn kicks out of that, but he does the same thing that you just mentioned that Roman did to him when he kicks out. He had the the arm in the crotch, and mm-hmm. uh, and 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 Roman, like you said, he had a really goofy look on his face because yeah. Yeah. when you get hit in the front areas, you know. It, it's very uncomfortable
3: It uh, is. I mean Roman looked like he's about to throw up
2: he did it was pretty great stuff uh so Finn hits a coup de grace. as he's going for the pin the Usos show up out of nowhere pull Finn off the pin off the finn pin and the, they beat the crap out of the demon uh Finn's able to ward them off he puts jay through a table but then Roman hits a spear through the barricade and then that's when oh by the this whole time the uh, Finn's butt cheek is hanging out too.
3: Uh, yeah, you got a wedgie at some point during the match. you got a wedgie, Couldn't yeah. exactly lo- dislodge it. <laughs>
2: right.
3: And so it didn't want to. Uh,
2: and so uh, lights go red. I mentioned this at the head of the show, but I'll they go They kind of flash. Again. Yeah, they flash. They go red. And the doom doom And as it, he's looks, he's like a fish flopping out of water. Like He does that. Well, Where it's he's being, they're, they're
3: using the paddles on The them. paddles.
2: Yeah, the fib defibrillator is what yeah. it's called. Yeah. And so he's like doom doom
3: and then he just springs up. And going, oh. Yeah, it was a really cool theatrical moment. And they play his theme the whole time. That he's, he's, he's wrecking those right. and Roman and stuff. Yeah,
2: it's like an action movie. So he puts Roman in there. He goes up for the coup de grace. He's there and he's like, God, is this thing going to break? And we're all like, oh, man, this is so great. Isn't and then it just, he breaks. Lights,
3: house lights come up and he's like, well, oh, my knee hurts. It's also really foggy. Cause they pumped a lot of fog in. Yeah. Uh, when, you know, the, the whole demon thing was going on with the red lights and so he's standing on the top turnbuckle and like from his neck up you can't see it's so foggy and I was like can you even see where Roman is yeah it looks like it's so foggy in there so when he was standing up there trying to get the turnbuckle to break it was like okay well maybe just can't see where Roman is yeah yeah but no, it was just it was he was trying to get the 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 uh the turnbuckle to, to break. And all four <laughs> top turnbuckles fell over.
2: Yeah. They're like, oh my God! What's going on right now? So uh so that happens. Roman it hits a spear, and then one two three it matches over, mm. and uh that's the pay per view. That's extreme rules for you. That was extreme rules. Yeah. 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 So uh anyways, uh Twitch chat, stick around a little bit longer. Of course, we're going to be live tomorrow on the Twitch for our yes. news weekend wrestling news roundup. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it until next time. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye.
4: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done. Well, I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's an everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality,